We wish to acknowledge the Wadarong people of the Kulin Nation and the Boonarong people of the Kulin Nation, who are the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded and produced. We pay our respect to their elders, past and present, and we extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Minogue fans. We recognise that these lands have always been a place of storytelling through music. Hi, this is Danny, and you're listening to Adam and Eliza on This Is Disco. Greetings, dance floor darlings. You're listening to This Is Disco, a monthly Danny and Kylie Minogue commentary podcast with your hosts Adam Eve and Eliza Day. The kettle's probably on. It's true. I love it. I love it. You gotta hear this song. A wombat. Well, hello, my lovelies, and welcome to yet another Minogue Monday right here on This Is Disco. My name is Adam Eve, and I'm, of course, joined by my lovely co-host, Eliza Day. Hello, my dear. How are you going? I'm pretty good on this Minogue Monday. How art thou? Oh, doing all right. Doing all right. Still buzzing from World Pride. Oh. Even though we weren't there, we, we uh, definitely felt the love and felt yeah. the uh, explosion, so to say. Yeah, I, I think it was one of those things that, I mean, of course, it'd be better if you were there, but it, it really was one of those things that even if you weren't there, it was still, I don't know, yeah, the love was all over socials. You could it just, really was. I don't know, every time I see a picture of the two of them together like it's I don't know I feel like I'm beaming just talking about it now it's amazing just wonderful stuff and we'll be talking about that a bit later on we'll also be speaking to someone from the front lines yes world pride who'll be uh dishing on everything that went down and their experience at the gig yes but this episode will obviously focus on talking about that but talking about our favorite Minogue duets, I guess, our favourite yeah. times that Danny and Kylie have sung together. Sung together, just joined forces, because mm-hmm. there's sometimes when they weren't singing, but they were together on screen, and it is definitely worth mentioning. Right. So, you know, it's Women's History Month. Of course. And as Reese Witherspoon says, women's stories matter. Women's stories matter. They matter. They do. <laughs> And before we do get to these very important stories, obviously we've got to get through what the latest in the world of Minogue is and what's been going on. So, Madal and Eliza, what's news in the world of Minogue? I feel like I should, like, do a little shuffling of paper like I'm in the newsroom (laughs) and I should talk like this in the newsreader voice. Meanwhile, in Minogue news. um, So, a couple of things from our last episode that I forgot because it was the new year and I forgot how to podcast. Right. It's amazing where I even got my words out. So, um, for anyone who um, had listened to our episode, our book club episode last year, and we spoke to Terry Ronald about a variety of things, mostly Danny's autobiography, but also his book, Becoming Nancy. And I just wanted to report, Adam, I read that over summer. Uh-huh. And my review is fantastic, must read, five stars. It was a five-star experience. Five-star experience. As Kylie Ann Minogue would say. Mm. So if you haven't been onto the Amazon 
etc. Grab your copy of Becoming Nancy by Terry Ronald. It was an absolute treat to read. Um, and also a huge thank you to one Danielle Minogue for connecting us with Millie. Yes, yes, of course. I, th- I completely failed to mention that that's how that came about. And thank you to everyone for the the lovely feedback from that episode. Everyone is desperate for a memoir from Millie. Oh, yeah, that'll be huge. Oh, huge. Just so many incredible stories. It was just such a... An honour to have her on, sharing her life story and all her amazing, you know, moments over the years with, with her sisters. Yes. Kylie. <laughs> um, in other Minogue news, there's been some big anniversaries this week alone. Mm. So we're currently recording on the anti-tour anniversary. Can yes, we are. Can you believe that, like, quite literally, because it's Saturday night, this time, 11 years ago, mm. we were at the palace, screaming our heads off, crying, shaking. Remember remember when that venue existed? Oh, yeah, well, that's a whole separate Hmm. conversation. Yeah. (sighs) And I was, you know, remembering our interview with Steve last year, just talking about that that whole tour. Just, ah, anyway. Wow. Been thinking about that. We also had 25 years of disremembrance and breathe mm-hmm. on the same day. And I mean, this is a thing that happened, but I can't fathom it today. Just waking up and all of a sudden, Danny Minogue's released disremembrance and Kylie Minogue's released breathe on the same day. That's what we were, that's how <laughs> the world was 25 years ago. I, I can't fathom that. And the, that we were able to celebrate that by listening to both on vinyl. Yeah. I, I, yeah brings tears to my eyes (laughs) but i guess the the biggest piece of news especially in regards to anniversaries or rather daniversaries was of course neon knight's 20th anniversary and the announcement that something is coming Mm -hmm. there's 20th anniversary stuff coming we don't know the the ins and outs of what that is but danny made an announcement on the anniversary date that there is Something coming, and then also if you go, I think anywhere onto her socials or is it Danny.com? Danny uh, it's dannyminogue.tmstor.es. Oh, you're organised. I'm mm. glad you are. And you can win, is it like a signed? Yeah, so you can basically, you go, you sign up to the mailing list and it automatically puts you in for a chance to win a personalised Neon Knights gold presentation disc oh with God. the Brit Awards certification on it and everything. It's oh my God. very, very beautiful. So make sure you have signed up for that so that you can be in it to win it. Mm-hmm. Manifest it for yourself, although I guess if everyone's manifesting for, for themselves, that might cancel out other manifestations. Mm-hmm. Manifest it for us. Manifest it for us. Look, I'm trying to to share the love around. Um, Speaking of, like, reissues or vinyl or whatever, um, just another reminder, we don't know when the Girl girl UK vinyl is coming. It is coming. We have been assured it is coming. Right. We just don't Mm -hmm. have any intel. And we will be the loudest people after Danny once we do have that information, you yeah. will not be able to shut us up about it. So rest assured, we will scream it from the rooftops. Um, 
other than that, there's been a couple of other fantastic podcasts that have, um, yes. in the, the world of Minogue that have popped up. Our friend of the pod, uh, Owen Minogue, and his friend Joe have been mm. working with the Arts Centre in Melbourne, um, and I believe Joy FM, and yes. putting together... Um, it's a podcast called Behind the Seams, like with an M for Minogue, mm. um, about some of Kylie's amazing costumes that the Art Centre has in their vaults and stuff. So um, do check that out. Yes. If especially if you are like me into the, the fashion and the costumes and all that stuff. I, mm. I believe it's a limited podcast. But yeah, it's I, fantastic. If I've got that wrong, forgive me. Um, and another friend of the pod, Leo, has a fantastic new podcast out sound museum and he's been celebrating neon nights all week including uploading a 2016 i believe it is interview with danny right. from his time um i think it was on joy mm-hmm. and it's that's such a great interview just so much fun and yeah definitely recommend listening to both of those just to get some extra monog in why your not? life why you can not? never have enough we we love them we've been uh, hammering them both as well so yeah. yes and other than that um at time of recording kylie had just done the comic relief little skit yes which yes. was a hurt we do Absolute love hurt. we do love the monogues doing a little bit of comedy we do we and do. especially if it's for a good cause so um i believe that's already on the youtubes i think it's on like bbc's youtube mm-hmm. so go check that out she's very funny little cameo from jason donovan so we we love whenever those two are reunited mm-hmm. so hoping that's going to still manifest into the return of neighbors maybe they'll come back for just I don't know, some dialogue <laughs> <laughs> yeah good luck with that one um, <laughs> obvious world pride that was the biggest news but we're right we're getting obviously we're We're getting getting to that that. no i think that we've covered everything i think you've managed to round it all up very nicely which i guess leaves us to kick things off so first on the list and this is by no means in any like order of favorites we're just kind of going sort of chronologically of Minogue moments that we found enjoyable. Right. So I guess, you know, in more recent times, we kind of associate, you know, Kylie being on a concert tour and then she brings Danny out to surprise us. Mm. But back in the day, it was Danny on Young Talent Time who would bring out her sister Kylie from Neighbours onto Young Talent Time. Like, that was the surprise guest. Mm. So... That was I, when I was doing research for this. I found this episode of Young Talent Time, and it, you know it had the whole team singing something, and it was when the cast of Neighbours were on, which was a regular occurrence. Mm. And so Danny was out the front performing, and you know with the rest of the team, and Kylie was like in the fake band up the back playing a fake harp. Oh my god, it's amazing! <laughs> so anyway, the first performance we have to talk about, Adam, is the iconic. Sisters are doing it for themselves. Before Spice, yeah, the hair. Before the Spice hair. Girls were talking to us about girl power, this was. This is how I learned about feminism. <laughs> I'm just going to say, sisters are doing it for themselves. I was listening to the lyrics, even though it was not their song, that's mm-hmm. that's where I first heard it. And 
as a young girl watching that, I'm like, we are doing it for ourselves. <laughs> yes, My we are. Favorite part of that whole performance was whenever Rage would do a Kylie Minogue special, they would always open it with that performance. Oh, it's Brilliant. such a moment. And even if you, well, I think what I love about it is that even if you didn't watch Young Talent Time or you didn't grow up in Australia, everybody knows that performance. Yeah, yeah. They know the visuals, they know the outfits, like you say, the hair. The hair, the hair. The the little bit in the middle where they go kind of, uh, it's like strobe lighting slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> With the little dance routines. and uh, That's what I would do to hear them re- like sing that live again. It'd be amazing. I feel like it's something that will happen one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never know. Never know. Oh, well, you and I can manifest anything, <laughs> I feel. So that was 1986, if you can wow. believe it. We're coming up to 40 years since that performance. God, it's crazy. That's, yeah, insane. So it's weird that, like, I was, like, still in the womb but watched it. So <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I- I'm old. And so also as part of the Young Talent Time era, there was the Say No concert. So just say no to drugs, Adam. Mm. So oh. that was <laughs> that was at the Sydney My Music Bowl, which incidentally is where Kylie did the Golden Tour. Right, yes. So the Neighbours cast would often pop onto Young Talent Time. It was because all the studios were... were it was all the one spot. Mm. Young Talent Time Neighbours filmed out at the same spot. And so... It was not uncommon to have cast members from Neighbours just popping into Young Talent Time. I think they hosted it once. I assume Johnny Young was, I don't know, off on holidays or something. (laughs) And so, and it was always Kylie, Jason, who else? It was, I think, Annie Jones playing Jane Superbrain was often hosting as well. Clive. Clive often popped on. Um, Another cast member whose name we will never speak of. So at the Say No to Drugs concert, they performed Twist My Arm by the Pointer Sisters. <laughs> so, I mean, iconic. So that was the infamous white boots from Danny. Like that, yes. that outfit that <laughs> I've made it very clear that I'm obsessed with. So were you watching Young Talent Time as a wee young it was a It was a family thing, yeah. Aww. Yeah. Core memory unlocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much. Amazing. So, after that, I mean, there's probably other moments in between. So, if we've if we've missed out on your favourite double sisters moment, right. do let us know. Um, these are just some of the ones that, you know, the main ones, I guess. Some, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, in 1998, there was the Mushroom 25th oh. anniversary concert at the MCG in Melbourne. Amazing, amazing day. I mean, Kylie was actually sick that day. So, but being the superstar that she is, she just soldiered on. God, they looked gorgeous at that. Both of them. Both of them just wow. Both of them on the same lineup. Jimmy Barnes and NXS performing Good Times. Um, And then everyone else came out. So, and you've got to remember, this was a year after Michael Hutchins had passed away. Oh, yeah. So it was was quite an emotional sort of thing to see them perform that because it was, you know, obviously very bittersweet. Right. Um, And especially then when Kylie came out and was singing that In Excess song. So, but her and Danny came out 
together. Like the clips online, I think we posted it before as well. So mm-hmm. that was, I mean, that was an incredible end to the night. There were so many people on the stage, but obviously when you see Kylie and Danny together on stage, it's always a, a good time, oh, as, the, <laughs> as the song suggested. So, and then obviously Danny, we've spoken about this before, went on and did a club gig after that. So incredible scenes that day in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Minogues, Minogues everywhere. <laughs> so let's jump forward to 2006. 2006, June. Kylie had just finished up her cancer treatment, I believe, at, at this mm. point. Danny was performing at GAY. Kylie came out on stage and sang a bit of Jump to the Beat with her. Amazing. Obviously, neither of us were there. Mm. I've, a few of our listeners have, have shared that they were there for that, but I think there is a clip online. And, I mean, what, what a moment. And that's a different moment to... You know, a surprise performance. Oh, that's, definitely. Oh my God, she's okay, and look yeah, yeah. at her. Like it was. I can't. I can't imagine what that would have been like to see her come up. So then, later on in two thousand and six, we have the infamous Melbourne Showgirl Homecoming. Of course. Night, which was their grandmother's. Was it her eighty eighth birthday? Right. I think it was because when you, if you watch the White Diamond documentary, mm. which sort of shows that whole how that all came about, yep. um, I think that's it was she was going to be in the audience that night. So I was like, all right, let's do it. I was at that show. Right. Adam, I I think I did permanent damage to my vocal cords. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. So I was sort of on the floor towards the back, and there was, I didn't know. It's not like. Well, no. Like it was, two, what was it, 2006? So we didn't have social media. There was no sort of, you know, whispers going around. Well, at least not, no. not in the circles I was moving in. And so I just remember looking up and then all of a sudden Danny's there. And oh, I goodness. lost my mind. I, it was just, I can't put it into words. So we've got Kylie in the incredible cat suit. Mm-hmm. Danny looking flawless because she was in her in your favorite era, mm-hmm. hits and beyond. Absolutely. Oh my god! Looking did you need to? Did you need to talk about the hits and beyond era? Fucking flawless! <laughs> oh, that era is just visually. I find that era even more visually stimulating than the Neon Knights visual, and that yep. visual is pretty fucking amazing as well. What is it? Is it the hair? It's the hair. It's I the think hair. it is. Yeah, it's definitely the hair. It's just yeah. next level gorge. <laughs> yes. That whole Hits and Beyond era. Like, yeah. It must mm. be the hair. We'll have to re- revisit that. Revisit, yeah. Do a Minogue hair episode where we, where we start... Can you imagine the hair hat. Whole... Start at the hair hat and then... Oh, no. We need to start with Danny's, like, Young Talentine hair. Oh, yeah, that true. Was a... I remember being just sidetracked here because she had really long hair like when she first started. And I remember being like quite upset when she first cut it. <laughs> Cause it was like down to her bum, oh my like God. upset in the same way that, you know, when your mum first gets a, like a big haircut, that it's really traumatizing. <laughs> Felicity vibes. Yes. <laughs> yes. She literally cut it like really short, but then it grew and not only grew down, but out <laughs> as the eighties progressed. I mean, we could do a whole episode just on Danny's hair from the eighties alone. Is right. <laughs> but then like the transition into Emma on home and away. Oh my God. Let's do it. Let's do a Danny hair episode. Anyway. 
sidetracked. So, yeah, that was an incredible, incredible moment. And then I almost forgot this. Speaking of cat suits, let's talk cat fights. Oh, yes. Now, this is a legendary scene, if I've ever seen one. Oh. You have always resented me, haven't you? What? Because I'm the pretty one. Penny, darling, I thought you would appreciate the work. Mum said you were working on a talent show. I am working on a talent show. I'm one of the judges. Don't you need talent to be one of the judges? So this was the Kylie show that was all sort of the X era stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, it was a bit of a variety show vibe. Yeah. As well. Like there was Prosthetic Bums, Simon Cowell, <laughs> Jason Donovan. I mean, and yeah, Danny and Kylie doing a very dynasty catfight, throwing clothes and clothes racks and punching Simon Cowell. I mean... It was gorgeous. It was such a wonderful tribute to the ladies of Dynasty and the largeness of soap operas, particularly (laughs) of the 80s and how just full on they were. And it was a very, very loving nod to those, to that era and, yeah, just... A joy to watch over and over again to see those two ripping each other's throats out, basically. But with love. (laughs) Yes, and I love that the whole just owning this whole bullshit narrative when everyone's trying to pit them against each other as, oh, are you competitive? Like, there's always some journalist that's trying to go with that angle. And Mm. every time they take that back, you know, it's a win for women everywhere. Right, right. Because then it was like a year later that Danny did... A year later? Maybe or two years later. Anyway, it was in the same sort of time frame that Danny was doing the Beautiful People skit as well. Oh, yes. Where, you know, they're implying that, you know, she gets accused of, like, singing I Should Be So Lucky or something like that. And then she squeezes the, like, the fish in the All I Want to Do bowl because oh. <laughs> she's so angry. Anyway... <laughs> Absolutely love it when they just, you know, stick a finger up at everyone who tries to pit them against each other. Right, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. So, but speaking of beautiful people, let's talk. You're an ABBA fan. Mm. So let's talk that ABBA cover. Winner takes it all. This is... Is really, it's just so lovely. I it has a very different feel to it compared to the original, mm. because obviously the original really does still to this day feel like a, a divorce anthem. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. But the girls took it and they were very respectful with their version of it and just camped it up a little bit. And that's exactly what we needed. Well, it was Ian and Steve and, mm. and I assume Terry as well. So camping it up is exactly what was going right. to happen. <laughs> yeah, is is the original ABBA version like one of your favourites? Or yeah, 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 it is. It is definitely, definitely one of my favourites. Not like my number one or anything. That's the day before you came, oh. but up in the top 
10, definitely, definitely. So when people cover ABBA, even if it's your faves, like, you know, Kylie and Dan, do you get nervous? Like, oh, my God, please, I hope it's okay. I get, I get nervous if anyone covers ABBA. Yeah, right. Um, just because regardless, there's there's the harmonies that they achieved yeah. are not going to be achieved by anyone else. That's true. So it's always unsure about what it's going to sound like. But considering what the cover was for mm-hmm. and how it was executed, I, I love it. I listen, yep. to it. I listen to it every now and then. Um, there's a really, really good remix of it. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've played it before on the Record Doctor that mashes up Danny and Kylie with the original and turns it into kind of like a bit of a dance stomper. Stop. And then, of course, I mean, one of our favourite Double Minogue moments, I think second only, like if I had to rank them, God, I don't even know where I'd put what order I'd put them in. Yeah, I can't do it. But anyway, let's talk the temperature Let's talk 100 degrees. It's still disco. Disco. Disco to me. me, 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 me. Right. We've spoken about it a thousand times, so let's talk about it a thousand and one Because <laughs> we are coming up to that anniversary as well. The disco version, I mean. Oh, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So 2015, 100 degrees, Kylie Christmas. Oh. Just divine. This is such a great track and obviously is very, very special to a lot of the fans. Deep in our hearts, how much we love it. Uh, Not just because of the fact that it's Danny and Kylie together, but also because it was a fusion of Steve too. Yes. You know, and this track in particular, the the Steve Anderson full-length versions of are just fucking next level oh my god yeah absolute perfect you know how much of a whore i am for an extended version <laughs> yes. um and like you know that if you're going to get an extended version from steve it's going to be done right Correct. so this is a shining example of that this gets played all year round, whether it's mm-hmm. the disco whether it's christmas it doesn't, doesn't really matter, matter. Uh, doesn't matter it's just one of those songs. And it's like, it is, I guess, for me, you know when people say, like, on, on the internet, gay rights. Right. <laughs> this song and the fusion of these two women together and the announcement that this was happening. Yeah. Gay rights. Yes. This walked so that Sydney World Pride could run. Correct. Right? Yeah. So... Uh, it means a lot, a lot to me, means a lot to you. I'm sure it means a lot to the girls and yeah. to Steve as well. And obviously the fans too, because 100 Degrees is brought up a lot by the fan base. Yes. And, and rightfully so. Particularly that moment at the Albert Hall. Oh. I mean, we spoke about this on our Christmas episode with Erin and Jacob from Hits Don't Lie. We've spoken about it, I think, with Steve. Like, we've spoken about it. A lot. Mm. It's just one of those moments. Every time it comes up, it's anyone who was there is like, I can't describe what that feeling was like. Mm. And I mean, you know, I, I was obviously at that Melbourne one for kids, but I feel like it was, there was something different 
about this. I don't know if it's because it was Christmas and it was yeah, just... definitely. I don't know, the whole vibe there. And I love that... Um, and it was because it was their own as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was Yeah, it was their song. It wasn't Kylie... Sorry, mm. Danny coming on to step into someone else's vocals. Yes. But, um, and I love that, like, not even their parents knew. Yeah, very special. That's very, so very cute. Because then when you watch it and they're, like, hugging each other and freaking out in the crowd, you know I'm going to bring up Carol if I can. Of course, of course. <laughs> so, yeah, every time I watch that clip, and, you know, we, we posted that on socials around, must have been around Christmas, obviously, and I'm still getting notifications for it. <laughs> I can't. If I haven't responded to a comment that you've put on a post, I'm not seeing it because every day we get hundreds, and I'm not exaggerating, hundreds and hundreds yeah, of comments or whatever. I think I had to turn comments off or something. I don't know. I had to do something because I was like, I can't keep up. You know when a reel just kind of takes off? Right. This was that reel. And it's literally 10 seconds. It's just the 10 seconds when Danny comes out. That's it. It's not the whole song. It's not like Kylie doing it. It's literally just when Kylie presents Danny for, and it's that 10 seconds. It's 10 seconds that shook the world. Isn't it funny how these moments in these incredible shows, including World Pride, it's it's the two of them together. It's the announcement of Danny that just tips people over the edge right like everyone's excited for kylie obviously that's why they're there they bought mm. the tickets but it's something about having danny on stage with her right I, I i don't know what it is they need to bottle that and sell it yeah tell me about it god you make a fucking fortune <laughs> and by bottling it i mean do a duets album and sell that well <laughs> The, the manifestation board that we're going to have to use for the rest of the year is probably bigger than any wall in either of our houses. Oh, we're going to have to rent a warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot that's got to go in there. And, of course, no discussion of 100 Degrees is complete without mentioning that incredible X Factor performance from, I think that was pre-Albert Hall in November. And, I mean, that was an amazing moment because it was the first time they'd both performed on Australian TV together, I think, since that sisters moment. So that was incredible homage to uh, Tina Turner and Cher, of course, in their Bob Mackie outfits from the 70s. So brilliant, brilliant moment. Monogment <laughs> there. Oh, my God, I just remembered one more amazing Minogue's on screen together moment. What do I have to do video? Danny makes a cameo. That is a a very niche, important uh, moment in Minogue history. So I guess that brings us to today. Right. World let's, Pride. Let's talk World Pride. Before let's we get our reporter on the ground into right. the virtual studio, mm. let's, let's dissect. I mean, we're not going to dissect. <clears throat> we're going to celebrate. But where, where were you, Adam? That night. <laughs> well, I was uh, in the front row at the Sugar Babes concert in Melbourne. Oh. Um, I had just... It's, so this there's, there's a bit to this, I guess, because this was my first gig since January 2020. Was it? 
my first ever gig since January 2020, oh when the last time I saw someone was Charlie XCX in some, um, like, dingy... It was, like, the side show that she did in Melbourne for Laneway. Where was that? At, like, Northcote Social or something? Or was that... Oh, no, that was Kim Petras. Something out that way, Brunswicky right, right. way. It was, like, a very beer-smelling... <laughs> dingy <laughs> sort of venue. Amazing. It was a great, great show. But that was my last ever gig. Right. And before that was Laneway for Charlie and Rule. Got it. So, and it was my last gig, obviously, because of COVID and the pandemic. But it was also my first gig in so long because I have my issues with my back and my spine yeah. um, that are pretty bad. Um <laughs> Needless to say, I realise that they that things are still not quite where they should be. Walking back from the gig to my car. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, do you know how it took me, I reckon it took me about 45 minutes to walk from the venue to my car, which was next door. Oh, gosh. Because I had to keep stopping. <laughs> but anyway, it was totally worth it. Yes. <laughs> but, so I'm at this gig, I've done the meet and greet, so that was exciting as it is. Get to the front, the girls start, I'm filming, like this is the first time I've ever seen the Sugar Babes in concert mm. as well, so it, it's it's a huge thing for me. And then all of these fucking notifications start pouring through on my phone <laughs> while I'm trying to film, and I'm like, and I remember I'm sitting there filming, I'm like, can you just all fuck off? And I'm like, oh my God. and I'm flicking the notifications up, and then I saw the word Danny. And I was like, oh, shit, I think I know what's <laughs> happened. Uh, I, I, I can't interrupt this this moment, this yeah. first gig in three years moment. Oh so I was like, just put the phone away. If notifications come up, just, just don't look at it until after the show. Yeah. And then as soon as the show ended, I think it was like Ben and Richard came running up to me and they're like, check your phone. Oh my God. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. <gasps> but it was, it was huge. And you were in a similar position when yes. this all happened as well. Yeah, well, I um, I had all the intentions of um, just sitting at home like I usually do on a Friday night. I was like, perfect. I don't I don't leave the house, so I was just going to sit back, watch World Pride, and also just a disclaimer before anyone is outraged as to why we didn't go. Um, especially international, Melbourne and Sydney aren't like, you know, a quick drive. No. Um, also world pride tickets are expensive. Flights are expensive. Accommodation are expensive. What's well, not financially feasible for uh, either of us. So that's definitely not. literally the only reason we weren't there. Otherwise we would have been. Anyway, so the day before our lovely friend of the pod, um, Cameron Adams messaged me and had, a ticket to Harry Styles mm. for the next night. So I decided to leave the house <laughs> or Harry's house. So, but then you also had a spare ticket for Sugar Babes that day. So I went from literally going nowhere to... and having not gone anywhere in months <laughs> to two people going, want to go to a gig? <laughs> Do you know how chaotic that day was? Because that day... Not only did I have my spare ticket, then another friend messaged me and she had a meet and greet 
And she said, if you know anyone who wants it, they can <gasps> have it for free. Oh. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. So then I messaged my fr- another one of my friends and they said, yes, yes, I'll take it. <gasps> and then by the time I got to the venue, they'd, they'd messaged me to say that they couldn't because they double booked. Oh. But of course I had like, you know, 10 foot long nails on my hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you couldn't reply? So I couldn't reply to anyone. <gasps> so, yeah, so... Sorry to everyone that I couldn't reply to. It was absolute chaos. It was a chaotic day. And it was a really hot day in Melbourne as well. So we were all just sweating. And anyway, so I had a fooling in my waters all day that something was afoot. Right. There was, you know, word on the street that there was a guest. The the talk was happening because a few people had, you know, popped past rehearsal. Our reporter on the ground will go into this. Mm-hmm. momentarily but uh, yeah everything in my body was telling me that danielle jane minogue was was going to be there right so um you know i was trying to pay attention to um harry but also you know had a few sneaky glances at my phone and you know <laughs> and then once i opened it after the show i mean th- that was my priority as soon as right. i got home I watched that that coverage and was crying like a baby, like mm-hmm. everyone else. Just, uh, I don't know. The enormity of, I think, because it was World Pride and both of them have been so vocal about their support oh, yeah. of the community and performing at Mardi Gras for, like, almost 30 years, mm. both of them. So... For them, them both to come back right. together, it, I mean, they are the queens of Australian Mardi Gras. So oh, yeah, was, totally. It was as it should be. So, I, I know this is a sister's episode, but we do have to talk about Kylie's set. Mm. And the whole performance, the whole vibe. Right, right. I mean, huge opening, obviously, with Spinning Around. Oh. And, I mean, you know, perfect opener for World Pride, I think. Especially because it was World Pride and Mardi Gras coming off the back of World Pride too. It just... Yeah. This whole set just... It it felt pretty perfect. I mean, I'll quickly go through the set. Yep. Uh, So, obviously, opening with Spinning Around, then Get Out of My Way, which is cited as a really, really big favourite by so many fans. Yes, isn't it? Really, really big. Then, of course, we've got the... Huge surprise of light years with Supernova, which was just mm. mwah, beautiful. Your Disco Needs You, which I don't know if many of you do know out there, but this is one of my all-time favourite Kylie songs, one of mm-hmm. my all-time favourite camp classics. Yes. And just something that, I don't know, it's just a very, very special song to me, so I was very happy to see it performed, particularly yeah. because I see it get a little bit of flack from some of the fans every now and then when it gets mentioned. I love this song to right. death. I think if you take that song for what it is and just enjoy it, because I probably went through a phase where it, not that it annoyed me, but I didn't love it the way I love it now. Right. Like, see also Sexercise. Like, same. Right, right. If you just accept both of those for the camp, brilliance, they're just fun. Yeah. Like, that's all they are. Just, it's, Just some wonderful fun. Yes. And then following your disco needs you was the slow Love to Love You Baby mashup, which yeah. oof, we cannot get enough of. Oh, my God. 
I can't. I hope there's a disco tour. I have a feeling there might not be because we're coming into a new era. But, I know, uh, I know. But um, following that, obviously, can't get you out of my head. Mm-hmm. And then as the finale, which we've talked about, all the lovers featuring Danielle Minogue. I can't. I would never have picked that as the like once the word was sort of getting out that oh is Danny going to be performing like I didn't I didn't think they'd do kids like that, <laughs> I didn't think that was really you know, right. world pride thing but it was like what would they do I think people were thinking are they going to do 100 degrees not the Christmas version mm. and then I did hear someone say it was possibly going to be your disco needs you which I thought that would have been that would have worked definitely. can you imagine the two of yeah. them doing like that's gay rights Definitely. <laughs> so, but all the lovers, God, it was just all the lovers perfect. feels right. It really does, especially mm. with the background from that video. Like I know we spoke about this um, in the Aphrodite episode about how they wanted to censor that in some territories because there was a lot of you know mm. same sex you know right. kissing and stuff. And Kylie was like, "No, yeah, you're not censoring that." Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. It seemed appropriate. Definitely. That was the song that the two of them then gifted World mm. Pride. Just <sighs> What a dream. And I've rewatched that set so many times, thanks to whoever, yeah. thanks to the upload online from the yeah. ABC stream. Yeah. I've saved it. Uh, yes. <laughs> so that it's ready to go whenever I'm ready to go. But there's just... What a delight it was to see them performing this together. Let's let's have a quick little listen to that moment. What a dream. I know. I wish we could somehow have visuals with this podcast so we could just all watch it. <laughs> together again is there are there any and i don't mean this um in a why didn't they do this but are there any songs that you know you would have been like oh i would love to have heard that like just you've only got 25 minutes so you know there's only so many songs i would have loved to i would have loved to have heard the full uh 10 minute orchestral mix of disremembrance oh yes that would have been amazing Yes, I hope this has clarified that we're, we're talking like, oh, my God, wouldn't it be amazing if we did that? Right, right. Not, you know, you should have done this. That's not. Right, right. Not no, it's, it's, no, it's nothing like that. No, no, no. no, no. It's just, you know, because everyone was trying to guess what she might do because when you're, mm. you, you've got a limited set list there's, and, you know, a discography like Kylie's. It's like, right. how the hell do you choose? Well, yeah, and then, of course, when you're like me and you throw in Danny's as well, then it just makes things even harder. Yeah, I can't <laughs> but, um, imagine, like, trying to... I mean, you know I was hoping for sexercise <laughs> and then just gigantic exercise balls being thrown around the crowd. I really wanted just, like, a 25-minute version of Skirt. Oh, yes, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really thought that was going to happen, but, you know... <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> Maybe next time. But look, it's sort of enough of us talking about something that we weren't even at. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we cross to our, our our person on the field, in the front lines, yeah, who was so, there? Yes, a bit of an intro. So um, I quickly jumped on Zoom to get a... a, a live-action report, as it was, mm. from Sydney 
drag icon Tina Turnon, who has has been mentioned in someone else's story on our podcast before, back in the early days when mm. I was reading a story out from someone, but mm-hmm. that's a story for another time. So she very kindly uh, gave us a full rundown of the absolute hysteria that unfolded that, I mean, we've all watched that clip a million times and I want to find the person that they cut to right after Danny came out who was flailing their arms around and jumped to <laughs> the person I'm talking about yeah, yeah, who yeah. just encapsulated all our emotions yeah. in a split second. Let's cut to Tina Turnon on, on the ground in Sydney from World Pride. A very warm welcome to This Is Disco, to Sydney drag icon, legend, friend of the podcast, Ms. Tina Turnon. How are you, darling? Eliza, it is a, both a pleasure and never a chore to be with you. And obviously, <laughs> I am a long-time listener and first-time podcast guest, so thanks for having me on the podcast. Oh, thank you for joining us. We're very, very excited to have you on to hear all about World Pride and, of course, that performance. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I have to start off by apologising because I'm not wearing any Minogue merch at the moment. I'm I'm on holidays. I usually would have, like, my this is... uh, I've got a can't get you out of my head pin. I've got... uh, um, I've got a infinite disco T-shirt. I've got uh, uh, like f- from the Aphrodite album. I've got oh. like all this merch I could have worn, but because I'm on holidays, there's one thing I never travel without, and that's oh, a bottle that? of Kylie Minogue rosé. Oh, plug, plug, promote us! <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, even though it's nine thirty in the morning, I'll probably have a swig as we could do the do the show. Excellent. I'll pour myself a glass as well, which is not unusual on this podcast for me, as everyone knows. So tell us about World Pride, what what you were involved in, because some people saw you on the telly. Uh, yeah, I did make it on the ABC. Um, so I was lucky enough to um, be the ambassador for Facebook, <sighs> Instagram and Meta. Um, so I did a couple of events for them and then got to lead their Mardi Gras float, which was really exciting. Um, and um, for those of your listeners that were watching the broadcast, um, I was the one that looked like a rainbow lorikeet. <laughs> um, and that was my inspiration for my outfit. Um, and so pretty much executed that um, with the help of some wonderful costume designers and my friends at uh, House of Priscilla and, of course, Wigs by Vanity. Um, so, yeah, we uh, that was really exciting. And also um, I'm a little bit aligned with um, Sydney Queer Irish. Um, I did a DNA test and found out that I'm 48% Irish, so they've kind of claimed me. Oh, um, top of the morning to you. Yes, and the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, yeah, I got I got to do a closing party with um with them, and and then uh, that was on the last day um of uh, of the World Pride celebrations, and so I ended up going up to Oxford Street, and um friend of the pod DJ Dan Murphy, superstar DJ Dan mm-hmm. Murphy, um was having a little I remember house party up at Taylor Square and so got to be in there in drag and um, have a photo with our friend Dan and have a dance to all of his music. Um, So yeah, look, there were so many highlights of World Pride, like the Bondi Beach Party with Dan DJing, um, Kelly Rowland uh, at the Domain, but who can really top 
Danny and Kylie um, coming out and surprising everyone uh, at the opening concert it was absolutely. Uh, um, someone described me as being monogational at the time. <laughs> oh my god, that's an amazing word. Here for it. <laughs> Let me just jot mono- that down. <laughs> monogational. I was very monogational. Um, uh, yeah. So it was. It was such a thrill being there. Um, in the domain with, you know, and even the broadcast itself, I thought the ABC did such a fabulous job. Courtney Act and Casey Donovan was awesome. Like, yeah, it was just, it was insane. It was a night that I'll never forget. Okay, well, walk us through the the Minogue, I don't want to say ordeal, but given the emotions, it seems like it was an intense Mm. experience. So I guess, first of all, there were whispers. Were you... Did you know? Look, I was privy to a little bit of information. So, um, you know, there was, uh, I I should um, uh, acknowledge that I am part of a WhatsApp group of nine friends and we call ourselves the Kylie Files. Um, (laughs) We we discuss all things Minogue related from Carol to Kylie, Danny to Brendan, even Ron gets a run. As he should. as he should. <laughs> so, the Kylie files, we we often do share little bits and pieces of information. And I'd heard from some of the drag girls um, in Sydney who will remain unnamed that they were at rehearsals and that there was an appearance of two Minogue there. Um, so there were no names. I thought Brendan was coming out. Um, well, yes, I mean... I thought maybe he'd introduce Kylie. Um, or maybe Carol doing some ballerina stuff from, you know. Or like a tray of jelly shots for everyone or something. Like, yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we'd heard uh, a few whispers going around. Um, and But obviously nothing confirmed. There was There was a lot of... Well, obviously, a lot of people on Instagram were um, very excited. Everyone kind of renamed the opening concert as the Kylie concert. It's like, yeah. the Kylie concert tonight? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there was a few people that actually worked in the city that took their lunch breaks and, like, walked down to the domain and were, like, hearing and watching the um, the rehearsals go up. So, like, like, there were stories that were being flung around Instagram. There was, like... Yeah, there was a lot of chatter beforehand. Um, and we actually, so in our Kylie Files group, we did a little bit of a um, discussion beforehand of what we thought was going to be on the set list. Okay, and? Well, one that didn't get on, which I'm surprised, is on a, not like, on a night like this. Mm. And I thought that would have been a no-brainer. Like Interesting. An, an opening to, like, Sydney World Pride, we were all gathered there. I was really expecting on a night like this to come out. But we did we did pick um, uh, Supernova, which was um, one of the songs that she did. I was a little disappointed with Supernova. I thought it would have been a great opportunity to reunite Shea Coulee and Monet Exchange from <gasps> um, Brad. Grace and have them recreate their yes um, their, their little uh, their uh, all stars all winners amazing uh, uh, um, lip sync to that song, um, but yeah, like I think that the set list, like we, I guess we can go through it blow by blow, was was pretty you know outstanding um, and a good little sum up of like her career. What was um, the vibe in the crowd? Uh, it during was the, like the set list because we can watch it on TV, but it's yeah, not the we same. no. So like, like you've got to like a picture being there. I was very lucky to be a guest of um, Trevor Ashley, uh, who was a VIP, and so we were um, right up the front. And my drag mother Sheila Blige was with us as well. 
Um, and we, yeah, we had like great seats. Um, one of my friends described the night as being sizzly hot. It was like a hundred degrees in temperature. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we like the, it was a beautiful evening. Um, and the, like they had obviously Jess Malboy, Charlie XEX and like a bunch of like drag performers. There was a lot of like beautiful, there was, had, I, I don't know if you saw the production, an indigenous opera singer that sung. Yep like a, a welcome to country which was just so moving yeah. but you know all eyes all ears were all focused on Kylie coming out um and so uh yeah I, I was like peaking <laughs> with, with, with no assistance just just um on life, on life. And, and a few vodka sodas um and uh and at this point my phone died which I was <gasps> both really upset about but um it was probably for the best because it just meant that I was more I guess attentive and not focused on live streaming everything that happened um but yeah so they had like the VIP area down the front with all the seats and then like all of a sudden like everyone sort of started like pushing forward because everyone wanted to be like right up the front um and then, yeah, when they announced her and she came out, she was in that beautiful blue costume and, you know, had all the backup dances and everything. It was just, it was such a vibe and, like, the crowd just lost it, went wild. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and then st- started with Spinning Around, which, you know, quintessential um, Kylie track, which really got the, the crowd pumping. Um, and, yeah, then it just it just went off. I think it was, like, about a 25-minute set. Yeah. Um, you know, that she went on to get out of my way light years supernova and then your disco needs you which i've been told by my kylie files group um shout out to them that it's the first time she's done your disco needs you at a mardi gras um event really yeah and but we thought it was because it was world pride she was speaking to the internationals and you know doing her little french bit yes it was a nice a nice acknowledgement to the um to those people that had come to world pride from overseas yeah it's a bit like eurovision (laughs) (laughs) you know when when they switch to french (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then you know um they did a little nod to Infinite, um, Infinite Disco with the yeah. remix of Slow and Love to Love You. So um, when it gets to, like, all the lovers and everyone's like, wait, where is the guest? Like, you can feel you're getting towards the end of the set. Is everyone like, yeah. wait, is it not? Is there not no, a guest? No, I, I think at that point, like, we were all just so wrapped up in everything. Like, I, my mind wasn't thinking about Danny at that point. We, in our little Kyla group, we were sort of discussing that maybe she was coming out and presenting or, like... Uh... Um, that, you know, she was introducing her or, or something. But, but I think by that stage, being as monoctional as I was, <laughs> I was, I was like, I just wasn't thinking about Danny whatsoever. And so when, um, you know, Carly started with all the lovers and they had like some fireworks um, and they, they also had a drone show at one point. I don't, I think the drones had like gone down at that point. Um, but they, yeah, like the sky was all lit up. Um, and then when the spin happened, right. we were all just like holding on to each other, like, where the f- did she come from? <laughs> like, it was, I've had to watch it back now on on YouTube twice just to be, that I, I'm pretty sure there was a trap door that like they sort of raised. Yeah, I think there was. And the, all the dancers were kind of around. And then the spin happened and it was just pandemonium. Like it was insanity. Um did you cry? 
I, I, I was, I think I had an out of body experience. Like <laughs> I, I'll have to send you, there's a photo that one of my friends put up of me, <laughs> which oh is God, where the monogational um, quote came from, but I'll, I'll DM it to you. And I think you'll see like the state that I was in. Um, yeah, no, it was just, it was uh, like, I, and I think especially because like Danny's, to my knowledge, has never sung All the Lovers before. Like, I, Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, unless she's done it in the shower, just, you know, <laughs> yeah, at yeah. home in the morning. <laughs> and I just think it was such a lovely moment. Like, yeah. you know, we know the Minogues have done, you know, 100 Degrees together, you know, sisters are doing it for themselves, like all those iconic performances that they have done over the years. And I just think this is another, like, little cherry on top for them you know performing together and it really just showed that you know they're they are family and they're you know so united and support each other and love each other and it was just oh it was yeah it was it was incredible being there and seeing it happen live in the flesh even though my memories are a little bit vague <laughs> but... yeah, yeah what was the noise like because I've heard from when people have spoken about um the albert hall gig like that the noise was mm. like nothing else i'd experienced when no, it was out. yeah it was like there was an absolute cheer and and this you know like well you can imagine like world pride there's you know twenty thousand gay men and the high-pitched <laughs> squeals around it might have been you know more more akin to like a backstreet boy concert in the <laughs> 1993 with all the teenage girls screaming it was pretty yeah. much the same vibe <laughs> um but yeah no it was like it was definitely yeah like you could feel the energy and i think kylie like there was a few times i noticed that she was really like the, i don't i don't know if you when you were watching the youtube you saw the the moment with the fan and so like she she saw Throw like, me the fan! Like, throw me the fan and then all these gays are like take my fan and yeah, yeah. pegging fans at kylie and like <laughs> okay stop with the fans <laughs> um so i think she knew the energy of the crowd yeah. and the you know the the gravitas of of performing you know and opening world pride like you know she's the icon that you know the gay community looks up to in australia or i feel and and i think she knew the importance of of her being there and and being able to do that similar to like you know when she did the k25 float um where even when danny performed um at mardi gras a few years back um we were in that amazing pink like yes. suit with the ostrich feathers which i just i need one now <laughs> Um, yeah, like even even when Danny performed, Kylie was there. And I remember us all on the dance floor in the RHI, like looking up to the VIP booth and seeing Kylie like on the light, one of the lighting stands watching her sister. So you can tell the bond that they have and the support mm. for each other, which, you know, is just it's it's so lovely and, and so amazing to 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 see happen. And you were there. And I was there. I've been there for quite a few of them. <laughs> Yeah, like a, a, a few people in our Kylie group, <laughs> DJ Dan Murphy, so <laughs> says that Danny is his favourite Minogue. Um, <laughs> so, so it was nice to be able to see her get her moment too, you know. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like Danny's such a huge supporter of the LGBTIQ, you know, community yeah. um, and is, you know, such an icon in her own right and so i think it was incredible really smart of them to have that moment between the two sisters yeah really like you know there's so, so much love 
throughout Australia and throughout the world for both of them. And so I think having them together on the night was was truly, yeah, a, a, a moment that will go down in history and yeah. we'll never forget. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of this with us. And oh, Look, it's uh, oh. I will happily talk about <laughs> the monogs <laughs> until the cows come home. But, yeah, it's been really nice reliving it. And, yeah. yeah, I think a lot of, like, your listeners will agree with me that it was just so special. And even if, like, you weren't there and just reliving it all on socials or on YouTube, you can yeah. tell that the energy was there and it was like just the perfect like all all kudos, kudos to the guys at Sydney World Pride that put yeah. you know the concert and the whole festival together from from the whole few weeks it was really was a time that you know will go down the history books and you know it feels very special to have been there and be a part of it yeah you marched across the bridge on the on the last I day, did. didn't you? Yeah, very sleep deprived. But <laughs> um, I'm I got to walk across with my uh, one of my good um girlfriends from home, um, and her little two year old girl Floss, and Aww. it was just so special. Um, you know, doing a little bit of a a family a family walk, and um, yeah, but the the more it, you could not have had a better Sydney day. Like seven o'clock in the morning, everyone was climbing onto trains to get over to North Sydney and um yeah I think they had like 20 or 30,000 people walk across the bridge it was nuts and it I, I might even be underestimating there but um yeah just just to see everyone united and I think that that was one of the things that made me a bit teary is that they had the tagline, you know, that we were marching for those that can't. So like in yeah. countries that where, you know, gay rights are, are not acknowledged or, are, you know, even punishable by, you know, death or whatever, um, we were marching for those people that and standing up for them. So it was a really, you know, touching, sentimental moment and such a clever, beautiful way to round out World Pride. And then shutting down Oxford Street, like, that's never been happened before. We had a big street party. That was <sighs> not like... It was like the the energy was just mental, yeah. I, I yeah. I, I'll I think I'll be reflecting on it forever. Mm. It'll be interesting to see what they do with Mardi Gras next year. Actually, mm. like how many elements they keep from World Pride because I think you know the Bondi Beach Party, the Domain Parties, the shutting down of Oxford Street, and doing the street villages. Like they were all so successful. So yeah, let's see what's in store for next year. Amazing love wins. Love wins. I know. They had these street signs up everywhere that just said you were loved. And it was oh. like it was such a nice little touch. And it just reminded everyone that we were doing it for the right win right reasons. So yeah, yeah. love did win. Amazing. Well, thank you again, Tina. It's Look, been fabulous having you on. Oh, it's 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 always been a life goal of mine to be to be a guest on the This Is Dispatch podcast. <laughs> I love listening. I always love your chats with Steve Anderson. Oh, um, as do we. <laughs> I know, and um, yeah, like so. I I really appreciate you asking me to be involved. So thank you. Well, until uh, next time we chat, hopefully in person over some Kylie wines, Prosecco, all of the above on the dance yeah. floor, ideally. Um, have a fabulous uh, weekend when we're recording. So Thank you, yes, and big love to all your listeners. And if they want to give me a follow on Instagram, I'm at tina.turnon. Yeah. Um, I yes. don't have any drag gigs lined up, but um, <laughs> I do like to pump out old content, so be prepared for, you know, some great classic hits on Tina's <laughs> Instagram. Page. We love seeing you pumping on socials. So, oh, well, <laughs> as the as the Instagram ambassador, I do have to give it a plug. Well. <laughs>
Okay, well, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, dolls. Big love. Ciao. Absolutely amazing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God, so good. And I realised at the start I said we're cutting to Sydney live on the ground at World Pride. Obviously, this is after the fact, but... Yeah, yeah, but everyone knows. Yeah, I'm just trying to practice being a newsreader. (laughs) I mean, it just sounded incredible. And I love that uh, her friend was calling her... um, Monoctional. Have I said it right? Monoctional, yeah. Monoctional. Like, that's my new favourite word. (laughs) If I can remember how to pronounce it properly, but yes. I suppose that brings us to the end of this month's Monog Monday, which has been a bit of a different episode. A little bit different. A little bit different. We Uh, couldn't not address World Pride. Well, yeah, especially being a, a Danny and Kylie Monog podcast it would be a bit stupid of us to not talk about the biggest event in Minogue history (laughs) yes it's women's history month it's our birthday month of the podcast Mm -hmm. it's the two of them doing world pride it like it's been an absolute joy discussing this with you it has i've had so much fun thank you so much to you all for tuning in and also to tina turn on yes for that great roundup. But, my dear Eliza, where can the people find This Is Disco on the internets? Exactly where you just said. At This Is is Disco on Instagram and Twitter. I think I'm going to stop saying TikTok, Adam. I mean, it's at This Is Disco podcast on TikTok, but I'm never on there. I forget that it's there. Right. It's going to get banned at some point by one uh, government or another. So probably. we'll just, we'll just, yeah, whatever. Also, uh, I, I am sorry that I haven't done a playlist for our last episode. I'm a bit behind a playlist. There's been a lot going on. I'll get on top of it for this episode, that episode. So, you know, apologies. Right, right. <laughs> and anyway, and, and I'm at Ms. Eliza Day on mm-hmm. Instagram and Twitter. And you... Amazing. Uh, you can find me A-D-E-M-D-I-S-C-O on Twitter and Instagram and also at The Record Doctor on Twitter and Instagram for my radio show and, I guess, production house, you could call it. I don't know. Oh. Um, and that's also Girls Aloud Podcast is at Aloud Podcast on Twitter and Instagram too. Amazing. Should we? Should we tell people what we're doing next? Yeah, let's tell people what we're doing <gasps> next. Should, do you want me to do the honours? Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, we're okay. celebrating something very, very, very big. Uh, yes, look, just because we kicked off this podcast with celebrating Neon Nights, you didn't think we weren't going to celebrate the Neon Nights 20th anniversary, I yeah. hope. Like, we are celebrating big time. Mm-hmm. May or may not have a guest. You know, you just stand have to by. Keep your eyes peeled and your ears, you know, ready yes, to go. Yes, so that will be coming in the next few weeks. We want to celebrate this album, the, the release, whatever is coming. Mm-hmm. We don't have a, she's done a mini announcement, but we don't have a big announcement yet right. about what is actually being released. Is there going to be giant turntables that you can purchase for your home and spinning around on. Oh, and this will also be happening during my birthday month. Yes. Mm. It'll be your second 20th birthday, I believe. Yes. There you go. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) 
That's how oh we that's God. how we word things right. <laughs> moving forward. Your second twentieth. Right. So well anyway, it's been lovely to spend time with you as always. As always, thank you so much, my dear Eliza, and we'll be back in a month's time. But until then <laughs> Love and kisses dance floor, darlings. Bye. You're listening to This Is Disco, a monthly Danny and Kylie Minogue commentary podcast with your hosts Adam Eve and Eliza Day.